0: But I will say, I am ending the year much more in love with my business than I was halfway through the year. Hello and welcome to another episode of Moneymakers. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to draw your attention to the fact that there are currently a couple of ways you can work with me. I have a couple of one to one spaces available, and I'm also now offering VIP days with the wonderful Joe Casey. So you get a day of not just one coach, but two coaches' eyes on where you are and where you want to go. It's, this is perfect for you if you have been struggling with pricing, if you have a project that you want to plan, an offer that you want to create and launch all sorts of different things so hop to the show notes and you'll find links for both of those things and then i hope you enjoy today's episode hello welcome to money makers um i am beside myself with excitement that i'm even able <laughs> to do this episode because i always love it when people do these reviews of the year and so this is what my fifth or sixth I'm never very good at keeping track, but I think it's my fifth or sixth year of business, and I always like read them at the end of the year, and I really love hearing people be really honest about what's worked and what's not worked and what they've learned um and obviously people have slightly different styles of doing them and I always think, oh yeah yeah, I'm gonna do one of those, but because I'm often very last minute, we're going to get into some of that later <laughs> because I'm very last minute with that sort of thing I um, I've never got to do one. I think I even announced one a couple of years ago and then just didn't ever manage it and The reason for that is because I'm always trying to like well, in the past, I've been always to kind of chasing my tail, particularly when it comes to content and um that's something that this year, only in the last month or so, has really changed so. I am recording this on Friday, the 17th of December, and I'm sharing with you now that I've never been more proud of myself. (laughs) Just for giving myself the gift of, we're kind of me and Kay, who edits this podcast and is like my amazing wonder human of um, an online business manager. Um, We're getting all of our content ready for in between Christmas and New Year. In fact, on Monday, when I'm working a little bit next week, I'm going to be writing all the content for the first week of January. Who am I? But it means we get gifts like this. And I hope this is a gift. Like I really have been really excited about doing this episode. So I'm going to run you through five lessons I've learned. If you're on my newsletter, you'll have had this as an email, but I'm going to talk about it a lot more and a lot more detail on this episode. So there is no doubt that 2021. I mean, yeah, it's not what we thought it would be, was it? We entered, I found, I was um, going through some posts to give Kay some um, posts that we're using for um, sell that thing as a little, you, I think you'll know this, but if you don't, like, let me tell you now, sell that thing is going to be on sale. Um, and if you're on my email list, you'll see that or on Instagram, you'll get details of it. And so I was getting together some posts and things that we could like add to the sales page and emails we could use and I found this post from November of 2020 which is basically saying I'm crawling to the end of the year I'm really shattered um, and I'm really struggling and I'd forgotten I'd forgotten as we do how tired at the end I was at the end of 2020 and 2020 in lots of ways was an amazing year for my business we made more money than we've made this year um, which I will get to I'd had an amazing year um in the business obviously all around very different um and it wasn't the sort of thing we like yeah this has been a brilliant year it was a very mixed feeling of well the business has done brilliantly but sweet mercy it's been stressful and I think we all expected 2021 to be different and it wasn't really in lots of ways it was the same shit but less adrenaline to get us through. And so I definitely started the year hopeful. I think I'm, I didn't used to be, but I think I've trained myself to be largely a cut half full person. And so I'm often optimistic that things, certainly when it comes to like things changing, I always really have this optimism around that. Sometimes there's some pessimism. You know, I'm also talking about this with, uh, I'm recording this when currently, and I presume this hasn't changed. Boris has messed up for the gazillionth time and nothing changes. So there's pessimism there too. But I, yeah, I did start the year hopeful. and, And it hasn't been, it's just been a hard year. And I think as I've moved through it, I can see that whereas when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, my go to response is to do. You know, when I'm under pressure, when I'm scared, when, you know, shit hits the fan, I I will do things. And um, I went into action mode and that paid off business wise, but energy wise, I still didn't know how to manage that. And I'm still learning. And yeah, there's more to say on that for sure. So, yeah, it's been hard. Um, and in some ways, it would be nice to wait on some of the things I'm going to tell you today, because I know there's more hindsight coming. <laughs> I started off my email being like, I keep saying to my team, to my friends and family, like, oh, I can't wait for hindsight on the last few months, on the last year, really. And I'm, I do feel in the last few weeks, December has been decidedly easier for me, um, mental health wise, as well as a number of other things. And so I think it's important to share this stuff with you now. While I don't have all the answers. and Sometimes some of the places I still have questions and I certainly don't have all of this stuff sorted. These are quite raw in some ways, reflections of where I'm at. Um, but I will say I am ending the year much more in love with my business than I was halfway through the year um and I think each of these realizations each of these lessons that I'm about to share they are part of leading me to that place because there was a point not that long ago where this all culminated where I was like ah shit am I giving up again which is an old story of mine um because I just lost touch with my feelings around my business and I'll talk some more in a little bit about what that really was but I can say no I am not giving up hell no I am so excited for 2022 and in a different way than I was excited for 2021 I think I was excited for things to change externally in the world in 2021 for 2022 I am more excited for who I am going into it and what I know about myself now in terms of what I believe my business can be, like how I am in that business, like I get certain things that I did not get before and so I'm excited to play with that and bring that into the, into a wider context next year. So let me get down to these lessons. So I have had um, a number of hard launches this year. Uh, last year, they were pretty easy in 2020. This year, not so much. I had a really easy launch the beginning of the year um, with my group program, Plenty More. So it was in like January. That was beautiful and amazing. And then since then, they've been stickier. And I think that one of the lessons, well, I know that one of the lessons that that's taught me is if something doesn't work out how you hope, so this is lesson number one, if something doesn't work out how you'd hoped, you don't need to bin the whole thing. Previously, if I launched something and it didn't quite work how I wanted it to, I just wouldn't do it again, Um, particularly if the very first launch wasn't quite what I want, or the delivery of the program, and Sometimes you can disguise that as like, oh no, I'm making a business decision. I'm pretty sure this is what you know. I don't feel aligned with it, or whatever else. You like almost gaslight yourself, and really, it's shame that it didn't work. And so, while the Plenty More launch was great in January, the rest of the launches this year with products I adore were not so easy. They were much stickier, and so we're not binning those products. We're going to keep going, and we're going to refine them and hone them and um, experiment with them until they work and that's been rather than kind of reinventing the wheel all the time which also feeds into soothing our need to work harder and harder and harder the amount of people and I have been this person every time they do a course they're re-recording it you know and or they're you know you make a product and you're always like changing it and changing it and changing it so that you can't refine it particularly because you're always making it brand new and um I think that often just feeds into soothing our belief or our desire to that working hard is what brings us money and so we make it harder work all the time and I've absolutely been guilty of that in the past but this year it really has felt like I understand that if something doesn't work out how you'd hoped you don't need to bin it you can refine it you can work on it lesson two when things go wrong or don't work out how you had hoped in your business it's not because there's something wrong with you now this is a bit of a funny one because I have taught this for years and I have known it to to you know a lesser or greater extent but this year it dropped that bit deeper um it definitely dropped significantly deeper um I would honestly say more of what I've tried this year hasn't worked in terms of launches than has in terms of like like to say they've not worked is not fair. Like often they've got, you know, people in and I mean, and people I adore. I always think the people you get in a launch is actually who was meant to be there as well, to be honest. But I've gone in with this idea of wanting to do a certain thing and it's not what's actually happened. But that's when I've really been able to uh, take the layers of lesson one, you know, we don't need to bin it, but also look at it and be like, right, what's the data here, which sounds really dry. And I'm not like someone who's got a million spreadsheets or all the different info in it, but I will just look at it objectively. What did we do here? Where did this maybe not land? Where are we not speaking to the people we meant to speak to? What can we put in place that might shine new light on this? And always being really open to the lessons, because at the end of the day, not only do I want my business to work, I want it to get my clients, and my and you know those of you that are listening, I want it to get your results. And if I'm not open, if I make this all about me all the time, it's because I'm not good enough. It's not this. It's it's because of me. It's because of me. Rather than looking and being like what's going on here what can we do because here's the thing I'm not to be fixed and we're gonna talk about that's one of the lessons I'm not gonna be fixed here but the components of my business the elements the structures of my courses they are immovable in- and improvable see that nice little rhyming situation for you there <laughs> not planned I promise You know, there are things I can do with that. And I have to look at where I've been conditioned to take the blame for everything. And not do that, because when I do it, I am missing what my business truly needs. And I wrote an email about this a couple of weeks ago. Um just about no it wasn't it was a post it was an Instagram post just about like when things aren't working in our businesses and this was based on lessons I'd learned in the year like what questions are we asking ourselves like what are we missing a big thing we missed out on this year was growing the email list it wasn't on purpose um it was to do with the fact and I'll go on to lesson three it was to do with the fact that I wasn't listening to my body. So lesson three, listen to your body and listen early. I realized, I didn't realize till October of this year that I had been burnt out probably since October, November of last year. And I realized that because I have been doing lots of work with the wonderful Tamu and my brilliant therapist. And actually I'd say even like Sassy's course, her self-belief coaching academy course fed into this too. I've done so much work on myself this year like the the healing I've done this year has been absolutely enormous and it's not surprising that in a year of so much healing I didn't necessarily smash all my income goals you know like it doesn't surprise me that I retreated in some places as I was doing that you know like you you just think like a of an animal licking its wounds you know it's that thing of like I'm gonna retreat I'm I'm vulnerable at the moment uh but in doing that work and listening to my body I realized that I was burnt out and the not growing the email list was a sign of me sort of retreating in a number of places not doing the work the workshops I would normally do not doing the collaborations I would normally do starting to retreat on what I offered in various spaces because I was tired and spent and emotionally under-resourced um, and I didn't realise that And so I was having a conversation with my therapist and I was confessing it got to the point I think it was like September October I just wasn't doing we were launching and I wasn't getting as much work done as I would have liked And and that happens. I go through phases constantly where, you know, we have ineffective days. Sometimes we have ineffective weeks. But this has been going on for a while and it was really impacting things. And I said that to her and she said, is it just in your work that you're not getting stuff done? And again, isn't it so interesting how we, we make, well, I should really just speak for myself here, but I feel like I won't be alone. We make it about flaws with us. So I hadn't taken a moment to consider what was going on outside my business. I was so busy with this boring, lazy story I have that maybe one day I will fully shake, but it sneaks up on me like I can't explain. And that story was coming in massively that I just don't get things done. I can't figure this out. I can't make myself as consistent as I want to be uh, or need to be is probably a more accurate thing and when she asked me that question when she said like is this just with work and I said no no it's not uh, the house is like and I'm someone who really I know this is maybe weird for most of you but I quite like tidying I don't like to clean but I do like you know if you open up not all my drawers A number of my drawers are, you know, they're con I like to do that. It makes me happy to, like, sort things. And We live in a small house. Everything having its place makes me really happy. Um, And the house was not like that. It wasn't how I like it. I wasn't doing the, like, and I'm also very into, like, interior design and stuff like that. That wasn't tickling my fancy. I wasn't reading, I wasn't spending time with friends, I was just feeling so bleh and it wasn't until she asked me that question that I even noticed that, I was so detached from it and once I realised that and and this is, I'm it was the beginning of things kind of shifting and that was in October I think, it still took a bit and it's that funny thing of once I was like, oh, oh yeah, because then I got really sick early November. Um, but I was, it was that moment of being like, huh. And I think I googled what, or I saw an article about being burnt out, and so I actually looked at the definition. And a lot of it is about this, you know, not really connecting with things that you normally love doing, and not feeling emotions in the same way. And I really saw myself in what I read online and how I was feeling in that moment. And then, like I said, I got really sick with a chest infection, not COVID, a chest infection in November. And that was some enforced rest. I don't think I got out of bed. That was over my birthday as well. But I don't think I got out of bed for about a week. And I would say and, and it was part of me really coming back to life in December has been it's been like I'm a different human. It's honestly been like I'm a different human. And I always say, like when me and my wonderful accountant, Sabrina, chat, I always say you can track my mental health by um, <laughs> well, my income's doing. And it's not always true, but it is often true. So, um, yeah, it's been so interesting to really listen to my body. And, and I, I've been following its cues in far more mindful ways, I would say. And then the fourth lesson, and this has been a real big one, and I will talk about this more as time goes on, because there's parts of this I'm not really ready to share yet. But working, it's that working with our brains and our feelings rather than against them is the self-care we all need. In August, my lovely friend Natalie Miller uh, challenged me to take August off (laughs) (laughs) self-development. we're having a chat, we voxer, we're having a voxer, and I was like, I don't know, I said voxer weirdly then, we're having a voxer, and she said that, and I was like, what, what is this, like, what do you mean, I don't know what that even means, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and I remember just being in my bedroom after spin this, um, it was, I was like a robot going, that does not compute, I don't understand what that would even be um and it was it was so, such it was an ironic thing where considering that question was probably some of the biggest self-development of the year because I then was like if I did no self-development in a month then I'd have to be okay with myself exactly as I am and then obviously my brain went but you tell everyone to be okay with exactly who they are it's like yes but this is different Because what I'm saying is be okay with who you are with no chance, obviously my brain goes to extremes, no chance of improvement again ever. And it's so different when what you're thinking is, I'm fine as I, I accept myself as I am because soon I will change. (laughs) And I'd never realized I was consciously thinking that, but I was, I was, I was thinking or subconsciously thinking that. I was thinking it's fine to be who I am and I'm going to get better what if I never get better? What is What if this is who I am? And I never self-improve, self-develop, grow, nothing. And I'm not going to lie, I was not happy about that idea (laughs) at first. And I don't think it's not in my nature to not do that. Like it's just, I'm so curious and I love joining dots and I love understanding myself and you know you got like my community and my clients more I think human beings are endlessly fascinating so it's never going to be something that actually happens but the thinking of it really unleashed me to be more okay with who I am and I think that was one of the small kind of steps towards what has released me in in this month and it's it's new and I don't want to say I've got the solution and you know I don't want to veer into any territory of being fixed or anything like that but but with me and my team we have worked out a way like if you follow me on Instagram you might have noticed for the last month five weeks even actually absolutely consistent content all written by me because I'm allowing myself to do what I need to do. And so, one of the things that happens for me often when, and I'm going to give you a very specific example about the content because I think it's useful and also it might be helpful for some of you. I have this thing when I'm told to go and write something. Like not that anyone, not that Kay's like right, You must write about this. But when I'm like, right, we're launching. So when we launch the goals workshop, we're launching the goals workshop. Um, I need to write about goals, and I sit at my desk, and I'm like, right, write about goals. And my brain's like, I don't want to write about goals. I want to write about this, 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 and this. And I'm like, no, no, no. Previously, I'd have been like, no, no, no. We're writing about goals. Write about goals, right? Just write about goals. You have to write about goals. But my brain's like, well, I want to talk about this and this and this and this and this. And if I don't let it go to those places, then it's like, I wonder what is on this website. I wonder what's going on over here. (laughs) And and my brain like is just trying all the time to distract me. And so what I do now, I do all the content in my notes app and I sit down and I go, right, I'm going to talk about this thing. And I might write a few things. And then if my brain goes, oh, you could also write about this. I open up a new note thing And I start that post. And if my brain thinks of another post, I let it go. I let it just start as many posts as it bloody well wants to. And then what I find is I get at least two or three of those turn into full posts. Some of them are short, some of them are longer. Sometimes I will come back and I'll write the whole thing. So I've just written this goals email today and I had to call in support from my friends because I was like, ah, it's one of those things I have to sit down and write the thing. And I wasn't doing it. But I, and I wrote, probably half as much that I got rid of before I got to the point where the right stuff started to come out so I've given myself permission to follow what my brain does rather than trying to make it do something that seems more standard and I tell you that a like I said because it you might be having the same issue and that might be a useful way to do it for you but also to show you just the ways in which we fight ourselves and and we don't have to We fight ourselves because there is a certain way to do it. This is how you earn money. This is how you run a business. This is how you show up online. And actually your unique, squiffy, hectic way, like my way of doing the the content, can really work. And it will work better when you are going with yourself rather than against yourself. And it's so difficult to spot it because for the majority of us who have been traditionally left out of those money making and those business spaces we are so used to not fitting in that we don't read it as a problem it seemed normal to me that it would be a struggle for me to get stuff out it seemed normal to me I can never hit deadlines I can never do this stuff it seemed normal, like it's, I am meant to struggle in this, this stuff is hard, the fact is it's not hard for everybody, and so finding a way, and, and I'm not suggesting that for everyone you're going to listen to this podcast and suddenly, you know, you figured out your way, it took me ages to find this and I'm only a little way in, so let's see how it goes, but I think the significant lesson, rather than that particular method, is what happens When I allow my brain to do what it needs to do. And then, lastly, lesson number five, and it's a big one, is be truly in your own lane. And I actually have it's actually a tea towel, but I have it hanging on my wall that says, In my own lane. And this is something that comes up lots with clients. I have struggled with it all the way through my running this business being an online coach because I know that there are not many people who talk about money the way I talk about it and I actually would love there to be more I have no issues with the competition like let's have more people talking about it this way please I think we need it um but it also means that sometimes I very subconsciously gravitate towards people that I think are doing it that way because I want to learn from them only to discover they're not doing it the way that I would do it and then feel disillusioned when really it's down to me to do it how I wanna do it. That's the thing. I can't expect other people to do it how I would do it. I need to do it that way. And so I am excited for 2022 to keep exploring what it really means to do it in my to be in my own lane to do it my way without doing it my way for the sake of it you know because I can also do that a little bit if any of you have ever looked at and if you haven't have a look online for Gretchen Rubin's um, four tendencies and do the quiz but I am the rebel and that means that sometimes I'm just like I'm not going to do it just because you told me I should do it that way (laughs) And it's so annoying. <laughs> like so annoying. Um, sometimes it's a really good quality, as all these things are, they have good sides and, and not so good sides, but sometimes it's just so ridiculous. I make life harder for myself. <laughs> but I am so excited to continue to own that space more. And I've really seen that in myself in the last month. I've really seen myself feeling so much more free to to trust myself and to trust my own opinion on things you know not look for other people's opinions to validate my opinion but instead be like well this is what I think and so that's what I'm gonna gonna go with not that 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 opinion is um finite it's not concrete at all very open to uh being challenged on it And to having additional bits of information that will mold and shape how I think. But knowing that in the moment, all I ever know is is what I know and what I believe. That's all I've got. And so I feel excited that so much, and I honestly, I said this in the email, but I could probably write 10 more of lessons this year. You know, there's that uh, thing that goes around um, on Instagram from time to time, like some years have answers and some years have questions. Holy crap. This year has been questions, questions and lessons, not like some answers. Yes. But just like really deep. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what self-development or growth or just just difficulties (laughs) it's been really hard but I feel like so many of those strands have come together in December and while I felt a bit bad because I know and I'm recording this I think I've already said this but the Friday the 17th so two Friday the Friday before Christmas Eve And I know that people have been really dragging themselves. And I actually finally feel like I've got a bit of life because all these things have kind of come together. And it's my favorite thing to connect those dots and look at it and go, huh, I think I have some clarity. And so I'm not excited for 2022 in that I have no trust in our government. Uh, I don't know how it's all going to turn out, but I have increasing trust in myself and I've always trusted all of you so much uh in terms of you being the best hands for the massive amounts of money that are in this world and I hope that in 2022 you start to see that too and we start to see more and more people exactly like you making space for that money in their businesses and in their lives so that it is being spent in ways you know because we never get there's no point in holding money not you know there's point saving for certain things but like just hoarding money we see this problem already right um that's not really what I'm about I want to see it shared around I really do believe in that flow of money And I hope that in 2022, you are able to understand what an epic creator of money you are. Um, So thank you for listening. Not just today, all year. I feel very proud of myself, actually, because I've started three podcasts. Two podcasts before? Two podcasts. And this is the third one. And we are still here um, a year later. So that's amazing. Um, Do let me know how you felt about this episode please do leave reviews Um, and if you want to work with me in 2022 I think that's in the intro and the outro Um, and I would love to hear from you if you um, are interested in doing that thanks everybody I hope you had a lovely Christmas and enjoy your new year Thank you for being here for today's episode. Um, It was a pleasure to virtually hang out with you as always. Just a reminder that you can work with me in two ways at the moment. I have one-to-one spaces and VIP slots available. So if you want more info on those, please do pop to the show notes where you can get all the details. I'll see you next time.